You're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. Okay, I'm the coolest. Happy New Year to everyone. I am Pastor Floyd Hughes from Crossroads Community Church of Jefferson Hills, and with me is Pastor Mark Berkshire with Meadow Run Community Church in Ohio, Powell, Pennsylvania. Yeah, and this is the first podcast of 2023. So in standard tradition, I'm, I'm going to ask, uh, what, what did you preach on on new year's mark what was your new year's the theme of your new year's message what was your new year's message my new year's message was entitled new year new beginning uh we focused on ecclesiastes 3 uh, a little bit and we talked about um setting priority setting proper priorities um finding your purpose in the new year um and the other one was uh, planning for the new year. We can find our purpose and we can find and set proper priorities. And we can make all the plans we want. But if we don't get active in doing them, then none of them make any, any difference. So how are you going to make a difference in your circle of influence in 2023? Um, we actually had similar topic, but different title. Because what was your title again? Yours was? New Year, New Beginning. Okay. And mine was New Year, Same Mission. <laughs> and it was just talking about the fact that uh, I actually gave a little preview because we're, we're going to be pre starting a series through the Gospel of Mark. And uh, I actually went through. Mark uh, chapter 16 um, talked a little bit about, you know, the, the discrepancy of whether or not it's actually scriptural and, you know, the notes that are in the Bible that says a lot of these uh, manuscripts don't have these verses. But the first uh, or the last chapter of Mark in chapter 16, it talks about and Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation and since mark was written before matthew that makes that the very first uh great commandment or commission so to speak and it's to go to preach the gospel so i was just sharing that hey even though we're in a new year our mission our vision stays the same we're we're, yeah. we're to share and show the love of christ to a very hurting and broken world yeah and so this week, uh, after the new year, and we talked a little bit about it, I think at our last or the podcast before that, but what are you preaching on? You're starting a new series. I'm starting, you... a new, I'm starting a new series this Sunday called Peace of Mind. Um, we're going to be addressing mental health over the next four weeks. Um, this Sunday, we're going to be talking about mental health in the church. Um, does mental health really exist? What is mental health and mental illness all about? Is there a difference between mental health and mental illness? Um, and uh, 
is it okay for a Christian to be suffering from mental illness? Um, that's that's what we're kind of going to be looking at this week. It's going to be more of an overview of the mental health, mental illness issue and why I believe, the main reason I believe that churches aren't talking about this is because we don't understand it. Yeah. And it's that simple that we just don't understand it. So we don't talk about it. same way with prophecy, same way with some of the other topics that the church doesn't address. We just don't understand it. So we tend to shy away from it. So I wanted to bring this to front and center uh, to start the year off understanding it's okay to not be okay. And that God is is looking at us the same whether we're okay or not. Yeah, and it's 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 really great timing because even though during the holidays is one of the highest times of the year when people struggle with anxiety, depression, uh, loneliness, that kind of thing, the second highest time is right after the holidays. Yeah. So that's a that's that's a really appropriate message. Uh, we're actually going to be starting a series preaching through Mark, uh, and that's going to take us right up to Easter. We're just going to be in that for the next, uh, it has 16 chapters, so we'll be in it for probably 17, 18, 19 weeks. We may go yeah. past. <laughs> I'm going to try to get it right up to Easter, but if it does, you know, we'll see how that works out. But the whole theme and the message of the gospel of Mark is that Jesus is the savior of humanity mm. uh, and that we need to proclaim that to the world. Um, yeah. And that's, that's a message the world needs to hear. So we're right. just going to push through that. Uh, now coming um, or before we, I'm reading the wrong notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, I'll, I'll edit that part out. We're going to jump right into the conversation uh, because lots of people are talking about resolutions and, you know, you're not, we were just talking about the fact that I was just saying that, yeah, first couple of days, the gym was packed. Fourth day of the year, I drove up, it was empty. There were parking, parking spots everywhere. Didn't even have to circle and look for a spot. It was just, it was just empty. So um, we... Uh, as a culture, and I think you had said this, have a tradition and habits of making these New Year's resolutions, mm -hmm. but a lot of people don't follow through on them. Right. Is that the same as broken promises that people don't follow through on? And first, I think we should define each because some people might say, well, resolutions are from a promise. So what would you say is the definition of a resolution? I would say in my mind, a resolution is a goal that I'm going to set and try to carry out. Okay. And what would be the definition of, I mean, we probably all know, but what's the definition? What would you define as a promise? So wait, resolution is a goal that I'm going to set and try to carry out. Yeah. Okay. And I would say a promise is a vow that I am making um, 
to carry out. It's not something I'm going to try to carry out. It's something that I will do to do to carry out. It's a vow. It's a it's 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 a, it's a promise that um, that when we when we promise somebody we're going to do something, we're giving them our word. We're giving them our uh, that deals more with our our um, what's the word I'm looking for integrity. Okay. More, more about integrity. So a resolution, more of a goal, so a, a, a goal or something that we're going to attempt to do. Right. But a promise is a commitment and a vow. Right. Um, That's what I think. Yeah, and I, I mean, that, 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 that makes sense. So um, now let's talk about broken promises and broken resolutions, because like we just said, it's the fourth day of the new year. Lots of people already broke the. And I, I will start off. I didn't make a resolution. I don't do resolutions anymore just because I don't follow through on them. But in my head, I say, well, you know, it is a resolution, really, because according to what we just defined in my head, I say, well, I'm going to try to do this. Yeah. I'm going to try to do this more. I'm going to try to do that more. And at the beginning of the year, I know just because of the holidays, I have not been eating healthy and so I said at the beginning of the year, once we get home from vacation, I'm going to make a resolution, even though I don't make resolutions. But I said, I'm going to try to set a goal to eat healthier. Um, yeah. And I did not. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't yeah. started yet. I added some broccoli to a plate of food. And I was like, does this count? Because I'm adding more vegetables than normal. But I haven't, <laughs> I haven't started yet. Yeah, that's like ordering a pizza and saying it's healthy because you ordered a veggie pizza. <laughs> you know, yeah. It is healthier, but it's still not the healthiest on the plate. <laughs> but uh, no, I I, um, I don't do resolutions either. Um, I haven't for many, many years. Um, I think it's good to sit down and set goals and plan on doing things. And, and I think that's that is very important to to have a goal for the year and to and to work towards that goal um, because somebody said if you shoot at nothing you're always going to hit it um, <laughs> so you have to have plans and have to have have goals so <clears throat> I think that's that's good and, and you know we joke around that resolutions are meant to be broken. That's what they're. We make them because we we know they're going to be broken. Um, so I have no problem with making you know people that make resolutions and doing things, and and that's fine. Um, but I, I have taken the approach as, of in the new year, and I've been doing this for several years, is picking out a word for the new year, and I'm going to strive to in somehow include that word in every day of 2023. Uh, my word for this year is indoor. Um, I'm going to endure or persevere or stand firm this year, no matter how many times Satan comes against me, my word is to endure. 
to stand firm and to follow Christ. Um, to me, that just makes more sense because then I'm not just putting, um, I don't want to say wasted words in a resolution out there, but I am, I am putting life to a resolution. If you, if you want to look at it that way, because you're, you're, you're making it, you're making an intentional effort to get closer to God. And as follow as, as uh, Christ followers, that is our purpose is to know God first and then to love others. That's our purpose in life. All right. So let me ask you a question. I've had this discussion with a couple of people and I may have went, I'm going to admit, I may have been a tad bit wrong and gone overboard of my perspective. Before I share that, uh, let me ask you your perspective. The people that say, hey, I'm going to read the Bible in a year. That's that's my goal for 2023. And so they buy the, there's a lot of Bibles or you can get Bible apps that read it in a year. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's a good goal. Um, I try to read the Bible every year, through through the Bible every year. Don't always do it, but I try. Um, it's a good goal. I would first say to the person that makes that comment, are you serious? And I don't mean that sarcastically. I mean that seriously. Are you serious? Because if you're not serious about that goal, you're not going to do that goal. So you need to, I, I think it's good to read through it, but God doesn't care how many times we read through the Bible. He doesn't care. What he cares about is how many times we put the Bible into our lives and live the Bible through our lives. Okay, say that again, and then I'm going to share my... The, the thing that I said that I I, I admit, I, I maybe have had a, overstepped a little bit and was a little bit too harsh with my perspective, but say that again, because that's, that's really important. God doesn't care about how many times we read through the Bible. That's not on his priority list. What he cares about is how we live the Bible, how we act, how we put the Bible to use in our lives daily. That is how, that is what he is concerned about. And that that is more the perspective I had, although the way I worded my response to some people may have been a little bit harsh, because I get the first of the year is a great time for reflection and introspection and saying, how am I going to do things differently and for making goals and all that stuff. Uh, but my comment to some people was, hey, um, do not attempt to read the Bible in a year. And again, I probably worded it wrong. I said, don't attempt to read the Bible in a year because you're not going to retain and grow and not get knowledge from all that. Instead, attempt to read the Bible every day of the year. Mm -hmm. That's going to go better for you. Even if you don't get through the whole Bible in a year, every day you sat down and spent some time with God. And I tried to explain it like, uh, instead of me saying, um, I'm going to try to get to know my wife in a year. You know, I'm going to spend yeah. every day with her so I can get to know her by the end of the year. Instead, I could say, I'm going to spend every day of this year getting to know my wife. 
Those are two totally different things. But I think the way I worded it may have been a little bit harsh. And some people were like, what's wrong with reading the Bible? And yes, you should read yeah. the Bible. And some people need a reading plan. And I was like, okay, I get it. My bad. I apologize. Uh, but I think one is just trying to cram in and check a box. Like I did. I read the Bible every day. But did you really retain everything that you crammed in? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, some people can. Right. I read through the Bible in a year. I gave out chronological Bibles and had our church read through it a year. And that's what made me realize we're trying to force stuff in as opposed to just every day. Even if you can only read, whether it be one chapter or just six verses, whatever it is, every day dig in and spend some time in the Bible. But yeah, and, yeah. and there are times that I open up the Bible and I, I read one verse. And I'm done because I am looking at that verse. I am eating on that verse. I'm meditating on that verse. I'm dissecting that verse to see what it says. Well, you're a preacher. That's what you do. No, that's before I even became a pastor. That's what I did. Um, I think as a new believer, if, if you are a new believer, I think it's important to read through. Just read it. Don't don't. Try to study, don't try to do, read it. Get in the habit of opening the Bible and reading it. Because we have spent our lifetime up until our salvation day not doing that. Yeah. So you need to have a habit. That's just like, you know, somebody comes to me and says, uh, I've been a Christian for, for six months and I still have all this bad language. I still have all these bad habits. I still have all this. I said, you spent a lifetime building all of those bad habits, speaking like you do. You're not going to change just because you came to Jesus. It's a life you have to build habits and you have to you have to re-engage and do, you know, get your mind focused on him. And we do that by getting into the word. So that that is, you know, is it, it's. It is important that we spend, as you said, that we spend quality time in the word every day, not quantity time, but quality time. With the yeah, word. I, I should have called you before I posted that because and then I would have worded it what you just said. It's more important to spend quality time with God instead of quantity time. That's a much better way of wording it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So is it okay though? And and here's the thing. And 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 I guess again, I guess I again could have worded that better, but is it okay when you have to break resolutions? Not have to, when you do, because most, you know, like we just said, a lot of people break resolutions uh, or they delay starting them or don't start them at all because they think that's you know too big of a goal or whatever. I will preface that with another question. Is your resolution a resolution or is your resolution a promise? Ooh, that's a good question. So, okay. Um, a resolution. Well, you know, see, because some resolutions, that's a good point. Some resolutions are like me saying, I'm going to, I'm going to eat healthy. That's, that's in my head, a resolution I make to myself, mm -hmm. but a promise that I make to someone else, like, Hey, you know what? husband to a spouse, I'm going to be at home more this year. I'm going to help you more with the kids this year. Uh, or to God, 
God, I'm, I am going to spend more time in your word and with you this year. Uh, those are definitely different. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what we need to get our, our minds around is that there is a difference between a resolution and a promise. If in our resolution we're making a promise, then we have made it something different than just a resolution. We have made it a vow with someone. We have made it part of uh, part of our integrity. We have said we're going to do this. And if we don't follow through with that as a promise, then we have lost a little bit of credibility and trust in a person. Yeah, if we make that commitment. Uh, and now it's one thing if we make the commitment, you know, I'm going to, do whatever, but because of loss of job, loss sickness, whatever, we can't right. uphold that commitment as long as we're forthcoming about, you know, that that's one thing. But um, yeah, uh, that, that's a really, really good point. Um, yeah. And, and that's one reason why I looked at the whole tradition of resolution as something more of a tradition than a anything else. Um, just like putting a Christmas tree up every year. We put a Christmas tree up every year. Why do we put a Christmas tree up? Because that's the tradition we do at Christmas. We put a Christmas tree up. Um, and we do the same thing at New Year's. We make resolutions. Um, I'm very careful um, when I go to promise someone something. Because that's so much different. Um, one of my, one of, one of our foster kid type people that we had, um, we have, a, she and I have this thing is, you know, we don't make promises because we never can keep them. So that, that is the thing. Are you someone that is known for not keeping a promise? And that's where the, the, the issue comes in. Resolutions, as I said earlier, they're almost meant to be broken. I mean, you say them every year. They're almost meant to be broken. Yeah. But promises is, a, is something that we need to keep and we need to commit to. Um, I had someone say to me not long ago, I promise I'm going to be in church every Sunday this year i said don't make a promise you can't keep yeah because that's not going to happen it's it, it now see now it's different for someone to say you know what i'm going to make a resolution to try to be at every sunday celebration that's one thing yeah but uh, to make the promise is is and i like the what you said because you said that when you make a promise you're putting your integrity and your credibility on the line mm -hmm. um, which is kind of what God does because he makes a whole boatload of promises. And I was just reading in, uh, uh, I think it's Joshua, uh, where it was talking about once the Israelites actually occupied the land, it had this really great verse that not one of God's promises to his people failed. He right. upheld every single one because it was his credibility and his yeah. integrity on the line. And I will tell you, 
I don't want to discourage people from making promises because that is part of who we are and what we do. Um, I want to encourage you that even if you screw up and don't make it and don't keep that promise, God's still going to love you. God's still going to keep his promises. And, you know, if you make a promise to me and you don't, but I'm still going to love you. I'm still going to respect you. Um, I may not ask you to promise me anything anymore, but I will still love you. Well, we'll, we'll still love them. But like you said, we'll have second thoughts about their integrity and their mm -hmm. credibility. Maybe not their integrity as a person like, oh, this is a bad person <clears throat> lies all the time. No, not like that. But their integrity when they step up and say, I'll do it. I'm, I will be there. I will this. Uh, we might be a little bit hesitant uh, because they've, they've broken promises before. Yeah. And I've had people uh, say this about God. I had a couple conversations over the last couple of weeks where people would say this about God, like, you know, where is God? You know, I feel so distant from him. These types of conversations. I mean, we, you've, you've had them to yeah. attack. And one of the things I always respond is, what circumstance occurred before you felt this way? Because usually it's, well, I should say all the time, all the time, God is still there. That's his promise to us. He will never leave us or forsake right. us. That's his promise. He hasn't broken that. But usually there is a circumstance, something happened in our life, our situation changed, uh, loss of job, loss of family member, all these kind of anything that makes us feel like God is suddenly absent. And just because our situation changed doesn't mean God broke his promise to always be with us. He's still there. And then a couple of people, you know, they push back on it, but I've had some people that were like, you know what, that makes sense because here's the situation yeah. that made me either stop looking to God, turn away from God, or here are the people I started hanging out with that pulled me away from God. And it's not that God was no longer there. It's that I was either no longer looking for him or looking to him because of the situation or the circumstance. So, um, right. And, and, and I will even go because there's people that I've talked to that said, well, I'm in my word. I'm in the word every day. I, I'm studying. I'm praying. I'm doing everything. God just doesn't seem like he's there anymore. He just doesn't seem real anymore. And it's nothing, no circumstances, nothing that's happened. They just don't feel like he's there. Probably the same way Job felt when everything started happening to Job. He was all, he was a man that of integrity. He was someone God said, I trust that he's not going to fail me. And all of a sudden, Job's life was turned upside down no reason yeah you know sometimes satan works against us and the only place satan can really work at us is in our mind that's the only thing he can really attack on us he can attack our minds yeah we can get cancer yeah we can get have an accident we can do something the circumstances changes that satan may have a part of but what he's doing is in our minds he's creating this doubt okay this bad thing happened to me god must not love me anymore yeah you know and and that's just not true 
God says he's going to love us no matter what. He is, he is our faithful father and he will love us no matter what. Um, and, and his promises are the only ones we can really stand on. We can't stand on man's promises. Yeah, because even yeah. even if we try, even if we're, you know, people of integrity, sometimes we won't be able to be there in time. We won't be able to uphold the commitment that we have every intention of upholding. Upholding, but the that's humanity. That's man. Uh, we're human. We're flawed. Right. But God is not. So yeah. every single. Uh, I think when we were preaching through the book of Daniel, I was talking about the fact that you know. 70, I forget the exact number, over 75% of the prophecies in Daniel were fulfilled to such an alarming degree, so much specification and detail that all the people started saying, well, this must have been written much later because there's the only way that it could be fulfilled with that yes. detail. And I was like, no, it's because God knows what he's doing. He put these things in place. But if all of those prophecies and promises promises were fulfilled um then we can be sure that the rest because he has like you said he's shown his integrity he's shown his ability to show up he's shown mm -hmm. his ability to be there he's shown that he will keep his word uh and so we can be sure that the remaining prophecies and promises of god will be fulfilled which includes i will never leave you nor forsake you right that promise we can be 100% sure that God will always be there for us. It may not be the way we want. It may not be that he gives us the thing we think we deserve or want, but that doesn't mean he's not there. Right. Our expectations of God's fulfillment to us is only based on what we know. It's not based on God's providence and God's provision. It's based on what we want. It's based on how society perceives things. Yeah. Instead of looking at it as, you know, when, when, when Jesus said the Lord's Prayer, he said, our daily bread. Okay, what's daily bread? It's anything that, any food that is, that is given to us. Our needs are met as long as we have a roof over our head and food on our table. God's providing. Well, how about the person that's homeless? God is still providing. God is providing help if that person opens his eyes or her eyes to see the help that's in front of them. Yeah. Oftentimes, we just don't look ahead. Yeah, and I, 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 I think I've said this before. I hear people say all the time, well, what about all the starving people you know how is your god providing for them uh, there's more than enough food on the planet to feed yeah. every man woman and child multiple times over we're the ones that are that are like well i'll get the food to you but it's going to cost you yeah. yeah we're the ones that put that stipulation in place not god so uh, god is definitely keeping his promises most of yeah. us have already broken our resolutions <laughs> yeah i mean going at resolutions I call them goals, resolutions, whatever. One of my goals this year is to help somebody, even if I can't, if I don't have the funds to help. Hmm. To sacrificially help someone. 
Is that make me a better person? No, <laughs> it doesn't. Does that give me a pat on the back? I hope not. I don't want a pat on the back. It helps me to realize that God is going to provide. If I provide for someone and I know I financially can't help that much, God's going to bless me somehow, some way, a different way. It may be with finances. It may be with something else. Um, it's called loving others the way God loves them. Um, we are to, you know, <clears throat> as I've been saying, I say all the time, our main purpose on earth, and if we don't understand our main purpose, we will not move forward. Our main purpose on this earth is to love and know God with all of our hearts and to put that love into practice and that knowledge into practice by serving others and loving others. That's our purpose. It's that simple. Um, it's not that easy, but it's that no. simple. <laughs> well, you bring up a good point because you said, you, you know, you shared what your personal resolution is. Is it? Um, okay to have the type of resolutions like you said oh this is not going to make me a better person but most of our resolutions that people think of are health gym eat better blah 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 uh, is it I mean because a resolution if a resolution is a like a goal or something you're going to attempt is it okay to have the ones like I'm going to try to make more money I'm going to try to get promoted I'm going to try to find a better job I'm going to you know, the personal ones that do are really only going to benefit you, not necessarily health-wise, but just profit-wise or whatever-wise. Some people are like, hey, my resolution this year is I'm going to I'm gonna try to start that business that I've been dreaming about starting for however long. And I think those are, those are great. Those are great. Um, How do I avoid this? God put, God put goals and ambitions and desires in our minds for a reason. It's not just something we just come up with. If we believe God is in control of every aspect of our lives, he is the sovereign God that controls everything. He's controlling the desires he's putting into your heart. He's controlling those goals of wanting more money and more things. Just remember that more money, a better job, going after that business that you wanted, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be happy with it. Okay, happiness and Having money and having fame, having a reputation that is good doesn't bring happiness. That's true. But I'll also say that um, you can accomplish the thing without being successful at the thing. And that might bring you happiness. Someone might say, yeah, yeah. you know, what? I'm, I'm, I'm finally going to sit down and write that song. And they write the song. And it, it doesn't sell, but they don't care whether or not it's sold. They're like, this, this I finally did this thing. I, I wrote the yeah. song. I'm happy about that. Two people bought it. Who cares? I wrote the song. I, I This is what I've been wanting to do. 
and and they finally accomplished it. Um, so that yeah. that's what brings them the happiness, accomplishing the goal or completing right. the resolution. Yeah, that, that's that's the thing. I mean, you know, so many so many of us beat ourselves up because we don't accomplish the goal or we don't live up to the resolution that we we stated on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. And, and we don't we don't do that. And we beat ourselves up and we we feel bad and we feel guilty. You know, I see I can't even keep that resolution. But when we understand that resolutions are not promises, they're just goal settings and that, you know, we understand that life happens. And sometimes when life happens, it turns our whole world around and our goals and our resolutions and and our 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 desires change when yeah. life happens. And and it's okay to change goals midstream. It's okay to say, okay, I was really going after that, but that's not what I really want. This is where I really want to be. Yeah. You know, uh, my wife, when she was in college, she started out, she wanted to be an engineer. And she she started college with engineer. Halfway through her first or second semester, she realized this isn't where I want to go. And she changed to psychology. And that's where she got her degree in, what she got her degree in. So it's okay to change. It's okay to say, you know, because God's going, as we grow in Christ and as we grow in our, our faith, God is going to show us new goals, new ambitions, and new desires all the time. Yeah, I and I will say <laughs> it is good that, like for Dawn, that she realized that in her second semester, because there are some people that didn't get that until their third or fourth year. Yeah. And then they're like, this is not what I really want to do. Um, so, yeah. So, and it's also good to share those goals, uh, talk about them with other people, because they will... Hold you accountable, some in fun, like you know, I was just saying yeah. gyms are all empty, all the people, you know, um, you know, but some in fun, like I was just saying, my fridge is still full of non-healthy food. Right. That's something that I gotta work on. But I know, like, uh, which I'm gonna shift, but also keeping in that, because one of the goals that we had talked about was and that uh I am trudging along on, I'm way behind, is uh we published the book. Uh, Faith Responders presents 21 Days of Spiritual Renewal, which, shameless plug, is now on sale on Amazon. So you can get the Kindle version for 99 cents. Uh, we we kind of set it that way for the first 21 days of January to encourage people to get it. And the printed version, I think the lowest they would let us set it is five ninety nine. dollars uh, But both, you can get those on sale. But we kind of said we're going to try to and we didn't actually set a goal a timeline in the back of my head i want to um but like i said i'm way behind on publish the other book that we're working on um yeah which at the pace i'm going out <laughs> you might finish it by june and i'll still be on chapter two because <laughs> i'm just yeah. way behind yeah um, and we don't even have a working title for that really <laughs> yeah we know <laughs> But that's one of the things we keep talking about it. It's like, yeah, like we before we started the podcast, we're like, oh, yeah, I got to get to work on that. 
I got to yeah. set some time uh, to make sure I do that. And when you talk to people about your goals, even if they're lofty goals, they can remind you, whether in jest, whether in fun, that are you still working on that? How's that coming along? Where are you on that? Yeah. Um, for me personally, I have a lot of writing projects. I'm trying to publish four books this year and write three different ones, one of them including the one that we're working on. Um, and I don't know that all that's going to happen, but it's something that I want to do. And as we've shared often, writing projects that we do it's not about money it's no. just about i want to get these words in the print and get these words in the in the people's hands i'm not looking to yeah. um make a lot of money off it i was happy just getting them in the print whenever someone says hey i just finished reading your book and this helped me or that helped me i'm like that's great or whenever someone says how i really wish I knew how to deal with this. And I'm like, hey, let me mail you my book for free. You know, yeah. Let me just mail it to you because this is really going to help you. Uh, and then later, like I just heard from someone, um, a girl that I mailed it to, she was like, not only did this help me, I was able to give it to family members and it really helped them. And it, it opened up doors for me to talk to them about things that I couldn't figure out how to talk about to them about before. And I'm like, ka-ching, mission accomplished. Didn't yeah, make yeah. any money off of it. Didn't make a sale. Actually cost me money, but ka-ching. That made me happy. Um, yeah. Probably doesn't make my wife as happy. <laughs> but um, that made me happy that, yeah, that that's that's the reason why I I, I write. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's helps me. It helps me relieve a lot of anxiety. It, it, it's calming for me. Uh, it's relaxing for me. It's an outlet for me. And it's something that makes me, I think you hit the nail on the head. It it makes me happy to accomplish those yeah. goals. Yeah. And and that's important. And then that's what we need to. I think for all of us, if we're focusing on 2023 with the idea that this is just going to be another year. And I've heard so many people say that it always oh, just another year then it's just going to be another year. Yeah. But if we focus on it with some sort of um, goal in mind, and I don't want to say resolution, I want to say goal uh, in mind, then it will make it something work towards and move forward in and not just be another year. Yeah. As a matter of fact, pray that God makes this a year that is more focused on him and more surprising to you. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna challenge everyone that's listening um, to, I know we're you know past the date of making your resolutions and all that, but to, Make a resolution to one, as Mark said, find and do the thing that makes you happy. Write the song, write the book, take up the painting, you know, build the, the, the deck, do whatever that thing is that makes you happy. But two, if possible, and it's not always going to be possible, see if you can make that thing that makes you happy be something that can be used to make other people happy. And it's going to make you even happier. You know, it's one thing to write the song. 
uh, and you're like, I finally did it. I wrote the song. It's another thing to write the song that encourages maybe disabled children or uh, whatever it is. It, it, it's one thing to to learn to cook. It's another thing to 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 cook the meals and give the food to people that are in need. I mean, do the thing, make a resolution to 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 go ahead and and do the thing that makes you happy. But I'm going to challenge you also to make it a thing that you can use to make other people happy. If it happens to be a thing that brings you joy, that's great. But if it's a thing that brings you joy and can make other people happy, I mean, that's, that's like a win-win for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and just remember a resolution isn't a promise. So don't get unless you make it a promise but don't get bent out of shape if the resolution doesn't work out just the way you wanted it to work out um don't make your resolutions a promise that's my word yeah, so um i wish i could get this on a t-shirt <laughs> uh so uh and, and put it in quotes and then underneath say mark said <laughs> You know, uh, resolutions are made to be broken, but promises are vows that stand on your integrity. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that being said, I'm going to ask Mark, can you uh, pray for us as we uh, enter into 2023? Sure. Father God, it is so humbling and exciting and honoring to come before you this afternoon knowing that you keep your promises you keep your word that everything you have said in your word is true and everything you have done for us and do for us you do out of love we thank you for that and we praise you for that and father as we bring this new year in and we've already a lot of us broken resolutions and things already help us to set our minds on you to focus on you to realize that there is a difference between a resolution and a promise and that you understand all of that and you give us the desires that are in our hearts Help us as we move forward to just focus on you. Help us to reach the goals that we set for ourselves. Help us to set goals that are realistic and not um, just out of this world that we will never accomplish, but they're realistic goals that will incorporate our relationship with you. Be with us now until we come together again on this podcast. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.